Welcome to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Anne Duffy. Dental Entrepreneur Women is here to dive deep and share stories with the mission to inspire, highlight, empower, and connect all women in dentistry. Hi, everyone. It's Anne Duffy, and welcome to the Just Do It podcast. Our special guest today, Renata Yabaka, is wonderful. I met her a couple of months ago, actually, and we have the same heart for women to lift women up and to embrace their strengths and the beauty in what's inside. Renata has spent her professional career in healthcare from working in a clinical setting to roles in training sales and management in the manufacturing and distribution sectors to owning her own coaching firm, Sticky Think Advisory, and is a partner in the Women's Launch Table. She is a transitional business advisor for women. Her professional career spans training, sales, and management in the manufacturing and distribution healthcare sectors, plus launching and selling three emerging technology businesses. She focuses and thrives on developing, motivating, and leading others to excel, thrive, and achieve results. She received her BS in communication and dental hygiene from Eastern Washington University. She is a member of the Association of the Talent Development and holds certificates from Karoo DPS Sales Development Selling Solutions and is a mentor, executive mentorship graduate. Her inspiration and balance revolve around her family and pastimes include Pilates, rowing as a rookie, gardening, and reading. She resides in the San Francisco Bay area. Please help me welcome Renata Yakuba. Oh, you are just so amazing. And I'm so excited to be here with you today. Thank you so much. You are amazing. And I'm thank you for explaining to me how to pronounce your last name. I, I, I got it right the first time. Where does that come from? It's a Slavic name and it means apple. And um, yeah, that's, that's what it means. So I'm just a little fruit basket of apples here. Yeah. So oh. we have a lot of apples that adorn our Christmas tree and our holiday activities and apples everywhere. Oh, yeah. that's so fun. And I love apples. And I think that's, uh, you know, that's a, that's Why a not? good fruit. Good, it, fr- it, good, fr- good fruit of choice, right? Good, good fiber. Good fruit of choice. <laughs> but Renata, how fun that we met each other because we, I, we, I think we found each other on LinkedIn. Did we find each other on LinkedIn? I can't remember exactly where that connection came from. I think from. it was, yes, it was, uh, you know, it was a random connection that way. And I think we've passed, we've been ships passing in the night for way too long. So I'm glad they finally collided and we were able to um, get to know one another and share our stories and um, help women all, you know, all over just become better. Just become better. I know. And it's so funny because when we started talking about people that we knew, it's like, how do we not know each other? Right. right. And so yeah. that is the beauty of do. We are literally bringing women in all career paths together, sharing stories, sharing our ups, our downs, our our, our wins and our losses. And it's just so powerful. And you made me feel so I was just I was elated after I got off the call with you the first time. And actually, every time I'm on a call with you, I am energized. And so I thought, well, let me bring a little bit of that energy and a little bit of that shiny apple to all of our listeners here uh, in the in the do life uh, world, the dental entrepreneur world. So, you know, tell me, first of all, how you, I love the idea of the woman's launch table. So tell me how that came about. I want our readers to know. Sure. Um, 
I think at this stage of my life and my, my career, I really hold everything up to the universe. And my path sort of gets charted based on all these wonderful connections I make with women um, and all of their vibrancy and ideas and how women of all age and spectrum are like moving forward in such a positive way. And I had uh, a client through my, my um, individual consulting business, Sticky Think. And um, she, was, she was actually, I'll tell you the story. She's an actually a 75 year old um, fitness trainer. And we, um, I was helping her launch her business. And I was sort of on the business side of this whole process with this client. And she had me on a Zoom call with a woman who has her branding and marketing specialist. And so I met this woman and we had this great exchange, pretty much like you and I have had, and this great connection. And pretty soon our poor little client was sitting over here to the side and she and I were just like, ideas were just flying all over the room. We had an instant connection. And somehow, some way, this idea of bringing women together um, at the smallest place um, of starting a business came to be. And uh, we launched it last January um, through a focus group and through a channel that we have with women over 55. And these are women of all different industries and sectors. And we kind of knocked it out of the park in terms of the amount of women that we found that really were unsupported in this specific niche. And what we found in this niche um, was we had healthcare women, we had, and that means healthcare, all spectrum. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we had dental, we had medical, we had every spectrum. Women coming out through COVID, coming out of that sector, wanting to either start their own business or transition to leadership in business and not knowing how to do it. The same with women in education and the same with women in government or in large corporate entities that had been forced out and were now forced to think differently about their path forward. And so these women don't really have a place to go. There's different pieces and parts that you will find everywhere. There's a coach for everything out there. We all know that. Okay, mm-hmm. but there wasn't a real um, solid, complete solution for women at the very beginning stages. All right. These are women that don't have venture money. They don't have capital. They don't have a client base. They don't know how business works and the fundamentals. And so the women's launch table was born. How beautiful is that? Because they have an idea, right? They have an idea that they want to share and they don't know where to start. They don't know where to start. And they also don't have exposure to business in that way. Mm -hmm. So they feel they're very vulnerable. So they end up spending money in a lot of different sort of pieces and parts, trying to put it together. And unfortunately, a lot of times that's not a very systematic, economical, or approach that produces a good outcome, which is the ultimate goal of launching their business. Right. Not only that, but it just, I would imagine it, it forces them to stop before they even get started, right? Because a lot of times, if you're going to start a business, you have to plow through the first, honestly, year, couple of years, before you see any uh, profits, not always, but before you see anything. And so often they run out of cash, they run out of steam, they run out of support. And to be able to help them not make those monumental mistakes in the first 90 days of their business. I mean, it's just, it just makes perfect sense to be able to have an expert like you that have done that you both have done it. And then two heads are better than one. Exactly. Mm -hmm. 
to, to help them get started and also keep them on track? Well, think about anything. A lot of these women are coming out of very process-oriented industry, all right? Mm-hmm. And, and we all know in dentistry, A, B, C, D, wave goodbye to the patient, right? You know, and that, that's how that business works. We have a very seven-by-seven, seven, you know, viewpoint of the world, and that's our, how we're, we're formatted. That's how we get up and move through life, right? And so to take these women and suddenly put them in a gray space, Okay, where business is, you know, is done at a variety of different levels with a lot of different nuance to it. Um, That can be very problematic and overwhelming for women. And because these women are on very tight budgets, they're very small businesses, they are not looking, you know, at major amounts of money that they either have and or will have, that we really need to be, you know, pragmatic and very solid in our approach. So we developed a six-week program where we take them from idea to launch. And it works, you know, and it works at a variety of levels. We set them up um, from a mindset perspective, an identity perspective first. We transition them out of, you know, where they are to where they need to be in terms of being an entrepreneur and a business owner and a leader. And that's a scary space for women that have been in healthcare boxes, educational boxes, where they haven't really been able to really flourish and blossom and be, you know, be their highest potential self. And so we really take that person, we sort of dismantle all of that, okay? We dismantle all that goodness and we re-put it back together, all right, by leaving some of their preconceived experiences and mindsets behind and taking their hardcore skills, whatever that is, okay, and we move that forward and transition that into a business. So, so you're talking about basics, the basics. Super basic. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, the, so tell me, speak a little bit about the brilliant at the basics and the win that you're, 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 you're setting them up for. Exactly. So being brilliant at the basics is certainly not my quote. All right. And that has become part of an ethos of mine for years and years and years. And so the story goes, okay. Uh, I worked for Patterson Dental for 15 years. And Patterson Dental in senior management loves sports analogies. I mean, they love them, right? Okay. So everything leading to leadership, everything leading to strategic thinking, you name it, is all based on sports analogies, right? And so when I first got there, there was all this chest tapping and pumping up and all this good stuff, right? It was very unrelatable to me. And I didn't know how. I never played football, not tall enough to play basketball. You know, I was lousy at golf. So none of these things were really resonating with me. And because at that point in time in my career, there weren't a lot of women at that level at Patterson. There wasn't a lot of mentorship to go on to how to navigate this, right? And since everything was sort of built upon that premise, it was sort of hard for me to talk in language that they either understood or I could capture their attention. So I went out in the world and sort of figured out my own analogies, okay, my own sports analogies that would fit into the culture of Patterson. And I came across Vince Lombardi, and you all know him. He's the coach of the Green Bay Packers, right? And again, not a football person here, so don't, you know, if I'm offending anyone based on my limited knowledge of the Green Bay Packers, I apologize, all right? But he just historically, he took over um, in 1961 a a, a, a team that had lost repeatedly and had really, like, really frustrating, almost to the top, near misses. It just wasn't going their way, right? And so when he took over, the press at a press conference that he had 
ask them things like, are you going to scramble up the team? Who are you going to fire? What's your strategy? You know, you're going to blow this whole thing up and start over. What are you going to do? Right. And he said, we're going to start, okay, at being brilliant at the basics. And he said, this, my friend, and he holds it up. He goes, this is a football. And that's oh. where he starts. And from then on, he won championship after championship after championship. And so that, that resonated to me. That was like, wait a minute, in dentistry, if we just focus on the fundamentals and not all of the details, okay, um, how far can we actually get? So self-imposing this on myself, as well as others, all right, in my career history, um, really led me to understand that these um, fundamentals determine our results, not, not the details, because the details get lost in the mud, okay, but if you do not have that center of fundamentals of what you do, why you do it, all right, and how you're going to present yourself to the world, you will lose yourself, and you'll lose yourself very, very quickly, but this doesn't even just go for business. I mean, these fundamentals, you can apply to life, you know, and you can apply them in a variety of ways. So like examples would be um, like in love. All right. Like okay. you want to show up and be present in the moment. You want to get off your cell phone. You want to give your, your, you know, your loved one or your partner good eye contact. Um, you want to really meet them in that day where they are, right? That shows love. Not flowers, not cookies and candy, but that shows love, mm -hmm. right? Um, in fitness, like it, being, being healthy, we all want to be healthy, right? And we all want to lose that extra five pounds and the yachting, we want to do the right thing, right? Well, all we have to do is show up first. Number one, just go to the gym, take the class, go for a walk and do it consistently. Basics, the basics, right? The basics. Yeah. Now, and then that doesn't make any difference what you do. I mean, then, then your diet can improve and then you can take on other things and you're more focused and you're stronger and it lends itself to more choices in life, right? Being more physically fit. But none of that happens unless you just show up to do it. Yeah. And, 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 and so go ahead. No, I love, I, I love that because what, what it did and being, bringing it back to Vince Lombardi, I mean, yeah. He has made the fans fanatical. And so, 100%. If you, yeah. So, if you know, so getting the basics down, mm -hmm. you get the win. And then from there, you can turn your clients into fanatics. And so, how does that, how do you see that happening? And why is that important? So, the fanatic thing is really kind of very cool. And, and you know, the Vince, all this stuff that I talk about today just sort of kind of fits together and rolls into this bigger picture of how women can improve their life. And when I was working in manufacturing and in distribution and in my own businesses and in my own startup businesses, I was always disappointed in being able to assess um, about giving yourself a clear picture about the outward focus of life, not the inward. And certainly assessments are wonderful, but it doesn't necessarily tell the whole picture. And so I got hooked on this whole idea, right? Like, well, what else is out there? What am I missing? And why can't, once, once I have a team of people take an assessment test, why can't I necessarily get that team 
moving in the same direction. And mm-hmm. what is it about that that just isn't quite fitting together, right? And so after I left the corporate world, um, I went searching for all that basically because I had time and I was my one of my major curiosities. And I found a woman out of Orlando, Florida, East Coast of you, um, who um, is a major player in advertising and marketing. Her name is Sally Hogshead. And she wrote a book on how to fascinate. And that just became so curious to me. I thought, wait a minute, like being brilliant at the basics and being fascinating. Wait a second, how does that all fit together, right? Like, what is the key to that 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 I don't understand yet? So make a long story short, I went down there. She trained me. I became one of her first advisors um, to help her launch How to Fascinate um, nationally. And I think it's one of the most insightful things that I can do in conjunction with self-assessment to bring the whole picture together for people, whether it's salespeople, whether it's leaders, leaders, whether it's dental auxiliaries, whether it's women in general, men in general, that really want to see the whole spectrum of how they can improve. Because what How to Fascinate does is not how you see yourself, but how the world sees you. Mm, the perception. Yes. And so I, uh, I, from the strength finders perspective, because your whole entire group um, is just so enthusiastically supportive of strength finders, which is an awesome assessment, right? So when I take it, it tells me that I'm strategic and I'm significant and I'm focused and I'm individualistic, no big surprise, and I'm futuristic. And I thought, those are all great, but what how does how does that appeal? Because I under, certainly understand that that as we travel through time and in our world, we hit up against people that don't necessarily appreciate all of our best qualities, correct? And so I really wanted to understand that. And what I found out through Fascinate was that my advantage is how people see me as one, a very powerful person, and two, one that's a big empath. And because of that, um, I'm a ringleader. Yes, you are. I'm, and what, and then suddenly when I read that, it was like, and that makes so much sense. Now I know what to do with all this strategic significance, individuality that I have. Now I know how to apply it. It's not about me. It's about others. And this is what I've been trying to do my whole entire life is make others better. And so it was like, bingo, this was now like the first full circle, this first idea I had of how this all fits together for people and how that then transcends into turning clients into fanatics. It's really a very interesting topic because, you know, fanatics are a very small piece of any one group, right? It's hard to become a fanatic, but when you are, you truly are. You, you, you definitely know you're in the game to be a fanatic and you will walk across water for whatever you're loyal to. You're an evangelist. And, <laughs> That's oh, 100%. Like 100%. So you talk, you tolerate, I mean, when competition tries to take you away, you go back. You know, when um, the prices go up, you tolerate it. You know, when things are back ordered, you're patient. You know, you are a fanatical, okay, loyal participant in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I got to thinking, well, why aren't more dentists and, and in the dental industry, why more leaders? Uh, why, why aren't they fascinating? What, what is it about this that is making this so hard for us to be present 
to clients, whether that is business to business or whether that's business to, to clients and to consumers, all right, as patients, why is this so difficult? And why do we struggle in the industry so, so much? And my own answer, okay, to that <laughs> um, is that a lot of times we get lost as being able to be courageous enough to stand for something. And when we stand for something, we have a very strong point of view. And when we start, and, and that's not a negative thing, that's mm -hmm. a very positive thing. Because what that does is that creates trust and it creates loyalty among your client base because they believe you. They wanna be a part of that enthusiasm. They wanna believe what you believe. Mm. And so you need to give them that in order for them to become a fanatic. If you don't, then you're just taking up air. All right, you're, you're boring, your, your brand has nothing, your company has nothing, you don't stand for much, you're just one of the things, you're a commodity. But if you choose to turn that around, okay, that's when you've got something. So how do you take somebody that's lukewarm, okay, mm -hmm. a lukewarm client, a lukewarm patient, we all have them, right? Yeah. Somebody's out just sort of there. And you've been working with this person forever and you want them to achieve more and they're not getting where you want them to be. So you have to be comfortable, regardless of whether you're in a clinical setting or whether you're in a business setting, that you have to be comfortable with positively disrupting their expectations. Because their expectations are, it's all one and the same. You are the same as A is the same as B is the same as C, very little difference, right? Mm -hmm. And then, then people start thinking, maybe it's about price. Maybe it's about, you know, another agenda. Maybe it just doesn't feel right. There's all these things that can kind of turn and direct you away from being extremely passionate and positive. And so rethinking all of that in your own mind, is it's like amazing because you think about what are my clients and my patients taking for granted? What, what is it that they that they don't see. What is my competition doing? What are the far dentists down the block doing? I need to do something different. What is my competitor to my widget doing? I need to do something different, okay, as a leader. I need to be that standout performer, that value-driven professional, because different is better than better. And mm. it's the only way we can move forward in that way. The other thing is to offer up one amazing thing that your business and that you do and that you believe wholeheartedly in. Like, why do you do this? What thing is that that's so amazing that that client goes, well, that's really cool. Nobody's ever told me that before. Well, you also, well, what I'm thinking too, when you're, ta when you're talking about this, it's, it's your own mindset, right? Because yes. it's stinking thinking is what you just said earlier. Like, oh, my competitors got this. I don't know if I'm good enough for that. I don't know. But you almost have to, it sounds to me like you're working on bolstering them to know that they have something good, that they have that one thing. And sometimes you can't see it when you're in the muck of all of it, right? Or with you when, you know, it's like the social media thing. Like you think everybody else is having a grand time and you're the only one not having a grand time or not not creating that referral base or that client base the, the, that, well, again, we all want fanatics, right? Someone that's going to tell everybody about your one thing. 
And so that's something that I think you do need a coach for because it's a, it's an ongoing, um, you know, every day you get up, it's, it's ongoing. Mindset's ongoing, right? I mean, you can, you, you've got well, mindset, mindset's ongoing. And what's interesting about a fanatic is they can be on automatic pilot. They can be that lukewarm client and you can suddenly spark something in them, in them by having a great conversation about showing your viewpoint, not being afraid to stand for something that's important for them, all right, that you really believe they need to either know about or purchase or uh, accept as treatment, that you just passionately know, they, they just have to do this, we just have to figure out a way, right? And, and you have to rant and rave about that, and you have to get excited, and you have to believe it. And, you know, that takes training, because you have to point that out to people. You have to coach them in that because you have to believe in them. Once you believe in them, then they respond back to you. And they light up, right? I mean, it sounds like, yeah, like you, you have to, but it's almost like as, as a coach, you have to come in and, and like get them to be very, very specific. Because I think so often when someone's starting a new business, it's so broad, it's so big. And like, okay, so let's, 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 let's whittle it down a little bit. What is that thing? What are you really trying to do? What is you, what is your main goal? And then we'll run with that. And then when they finally hit on it, and I think you need help to hit on that one thing that just really is the one thing that's driving you, why you want to share this with the world, why you want to, um, have all your friends go to this particular practice, why you, you must buy this one product um, is because you've got somebody that totally believes and is, well, drinking your Kool-Aid. A hundred percent. And, and so you, when you look at the larger picture of business, like we did at the women's launch table, we've taken all the guesswork out of that process for women, right? We take it and we take it step by step. Now within that, is where we start working on the why, the how, okay, and, and the what. That's where we really hone in on that. And you stay there. You literally stay there, Ian, until you get it. We won't let you move forward until this is like eking out of you, all right, so that you truly believe what you believe. Mm-hmm. And once you understand that and once you feel comfortable with that, then you can take anything. You can take a piano or you can take anything and you can turn it into the most unique thing that you've ever seen in your entire life. The one way to train yourself for that, and here's a really great way to do it, is um, to not do it in business, but to do it in your everyday life and try different exercises with yourself to feel how comfortable you can pointing something out about someone that you think is really amazing. And then having that, starting a conversation with a perfect stranger about that. You cannot imagine how many people respond overwhelmingly to your ability to find out a detail about them and then expose it and shine a light on it and then make them feel amazing about it. Try it with women's hair. Try it. Walk by a woman in the grocery line. Go, you know, I just have to tell you. I mean, I just really, I I can't even stand here one more minute until I tell you how amazing you look today and how beautiful your hair is. Suddenly this woman's pushing her groceries through and she's just bouncing up. It's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And you can see the difference in attitude because you've made this person suddenly feel something. We can't exist in business at any level. 
All right. Unless we make people feel something mm. and feel something good and want to take that away with them. So they come back. So they get it again. Right. And yeah. get it again because it feels so right. Yeah. And I think the ones that are most successful are, are those that are authentic. And one thing about you or not is you're, you're very authentic. You're very, I mean, what you see is what you get with you. I mean, 110% so transparent yes. there. And uh, I, I, I love that. It's just a simple thing too. Sometimes we think it's so hard, right? But it's just a simple gesture of, of being kind, being aware and, and inviting the conversation or the, um, the opportunity to, to look at themselves in a different way. Like, oh my gosh, you see me that way. I should be seeing my, myself that way. Well, and that works whether you're sitting at the chair with somebody delivering the dental service. It works whether you're selling a widget in the dental industry. It works if you're sitting at the boardroom. It works every single time once you get used to doing that. And once you understand, all right, how to make somebody, okay, go, that's interesting. That's really cool. I want to know more about that. I want to understand that better. Tell me what you do. Oh, how do you do that? What is the way to do that? I, I did, what, what? And that's where you've got them. That's where you stop them in your tracks. And that where you can be the most effective as a leader, as a salesperson, as a sales manager, all right, as, uh, as a dentist, as a hygienist, as an auxiliary teammate. That's where you make the difference. And that's where you thread that needle to leadership at mm. every level. That's where you thread it. And that's what's so wonderful is to, to coach and advise women to get them to see that big different side of the lens. And it's so, not about that detail of whether or not the cusp was high enough because they can't see it anyway. All right. And that's for your own self-gratification. This is very, this is a very outward, how does the world see you? What should I be in that moment to that person? Kind of understanding, a fundamental, brilliant, basic way, okay, for human connection. I just had cataract surgery and I had it done in both my eyes, two weeks apart. And so I go in the first time for the evaluation. This is a great example. And they have auxiliaries like you could not imagine. They have people running all over that office. It's, it's the busiest place ever, right? I mean, you walk in and you go, whoa, this place is cooking, right? right? But everybody's so busy. We're at the computer and we're talking on the phone and we're doing a million different things, right? And I'm standing there and I'm standing there and I'm standing there. And then, so then she just sort of looks up at me, right? She just kind of looks up and I go, hi, you know, my name's Renata. I'm here for a consultation appointment, 11 o'clock, had a seat. Great. How are you today? What's your name? I didn't catch your name. What, what's your name? And she just goes back down and keeps typing. She doesn't even respond to me asking her what her name oh, is. Oh, wow. And my point, because using that as an extreme example, okay, because in dentistry, we do that much, much better. But here's the catch. We all are on automatic pilot, taking things for granted at some level. Mm -hmm. And we have to turn that crank every morning when we get up. Okay, return it, right? And go, no, where, where am I going and what, why am I doing this? What, what am I going to get up to do? If she would have stood up and said, hi, my name is Jane. Welcome to our practice. Please have a seat. You know, I would have had a totally different feeling about that, right? I would have yeah. instantly felt a very, and I haven't even been out there. I don't even know what this whole process is about, right? 
but I told the doctor, the surgeon, after I had my eyes down, of course. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not before. <laughs> not before. Yeah. Work a little bit, just maybe like on your leadership or your team, just a bit so that they understand how important it is to introduce themselves and to communicate with the client before they just take you and sit you back on a chair and leave all that up to you. He goes, that's amazing. I never thought of that. Wow. We do do it better in dentistry, don't we? I'm telling you. We do. We do do it better. But my point to you is we take a lot of things for granted. Mm -hmm. We all know what that feels like to have the dentist sit down next to us and slide back up and say, good morning. Well, there's all kinds of stuff on our face and we haven't really had that moment to connect, right? So there's all different ways and all different levels that we connect in dentistry and healthcare, okay, for women that we can do better, which push women into a much more elevated position and change how women are viewed. But we have to be willing to change also, right? I mean, if we, if we continue to keep doing the same thing, uh, we're not going to, especially if you're, if you're switching careers, because an entrepreneur is a, there's a big difference between being an entrepreneur and you're the one making all the decisions all of a sudden. hundred percent. Yeah. So you have to change, you have to have some guidance and it's certainly nice to, to, I, I, I could just see women around the table sharing their ideas and they're learning from each other and, and, and being able to facilitate that conversation just to, just the, the little shift that they will make. It doesn't have to be a total makeover. You're not doing the makeover. It's, I love the fact that it's, it's the basics that give you the win, that turn the, the clients into fans, and that actually can help to propel your business so that you wake up in the morning and you think, you know what? I can do this. I'm good Absolutely. at this. And I know what mm-hmm. I'm good at. And I'm going to focus on that. Mm-hmm. And you know, we all have lived in the world. So, so saying all of these things is easier said than done. And that's why the launch table and that's why sticky think is so important because we take it down to that soft hand on your back. Okay, we take the time to get you through those blind spots because we all know, I mean, the term mindset's been around since like the early 1900s, mm-hmm. right? And, and this whole idea that people don't understand it yet and they're trying to constantly cliche it out of uh, and and make cliche it into action, I guess, Mm -hmm. can be frustrating for people. And we know that there's two kinds of mindset. There's a fixed mindset and and there's a growth mindset. Now, here's the problem or the challenge and the opportunity, okay, for all of us um, in the healthcare sector and in the education sector as well, is that you come from a very high stakes clinical decision-making space. All right. Mm-hmm. It is yes. high stakes. It, 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 it's very important that you get it right the first time. No gray, right? Got to make the decision. We also come from an employer or an employee-based mindset, all right, into a business leader mindset and an entrepreneur potential, right? Mm-hmm. That's a huge shift. And then we're very routine and process-oriented, all right, which limits free thinking, okay, and gives a ton of credibility to the seven by seven, okay, inches in our, in our oral cavity and not a lot to the outside world. And the other piece that's wonderful is that these people that come out of healthcare are hugely passionate yeah. and they care about people. And so we wanna take that, that, that's a piece, that's a scale 
that's an intuitive skill that has been that, that comes from an instinctive side of a person, but then has been honed of years and years and years of giving, and we want to give it in the right way. And now it's time for them. All right, now it's time for them to transition out to be bigger and better. And so that's our challenge with healthcare folks. All right, is we want to shift that mindset. We want to we want to tweak it in for them to believe in one in business. It's okay to fail. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to try things that don't work. And then we're going to pick ourselves back up and we're going to go try something else. And that's okay. Where in a healthcare profession, you can't make that mistake. You yeah. can't make an oops, right? Yeah. And if you do, there's pretty significant consequences that go with that. In business, is one big gray strategic opportunity for improvement. And we got to get women comfortable with that in order for them to thrive and feel good about what they do and turn that fix, okay, into a growth mindset. Really, when you see the light bulbs go off for people, you just go, yes, they've got it now. They're okay. Now they know they're safe in this space, okay? And life is not going to end because they make one decision or another. This is business. Now let's craft it your way. Yes, yes. And, and, you know, and through failure is growth, right? I mean, you cannot, oh, you can't absolutely. grow if you're not willing to fail. And, and you're right in the healthcare arena, uh, it, the perfectionism uh, standard is, is rampant. I mean, it's, you have to be, I mean, you, 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 you're drilled into that in your mind, in your mind, in, in your schooling, in your education, that you can't make mistakes and, and, Absolutely. and, and we can, we can, as long as we um, keep our eyes focused on what is the end goal and, and be vulnerable and willing to, to change and tweak as we move along and not get in the, in the deets, right. Not get in the weeds, so to speak, because there's so many decisions that an entrepreneur makes on a daily basis. And if you let one decision that didn't that went awry just totally deflate you and just you know you want to go into the closet I mean I guess it's okay if you just you know get in a, into the you know get into a fetal position for like you know five minutes if that's your thing and you can get out of it though um you can't stay there right because no. the the show must go on and you're the only person that's really in charge of your own show as an entrepreneur is yourself there's nobody else really you know, as, as an entrepreneur and a leader of my company, I take, I do take on all the blame because I mean, and, and not, the buck stops with me. Right. Sure. So mm -hmm. I think that that is something also that you, you have to give yourself a little grace, right. And a little, um, uh, love that, you know, Hey, we did our best and today was okay. But, you know, in one day of any entrepreneur, you're going to have a lot of wins and you're going to have a lot of maybes and you're going to have, you know, one or two losses. But it's at the end of the day. Well, I did my best and we go on and get it done tomorrow. Uh, start all over again. Right. Right. But but you're, right. you've got this net, uh, this table, this launch table that we can always come back to and find our way and, and find the um, the better mindset. To well, it's, know it's that a you better mindset, and it's also um, it's a feeling of support and community that we build and that we're building 
that is unique. And, and this is not just for an entrepreneur that is starting a new business. This can be from an entrepreneur who wants to improve, works within Scale. a corporate environment. Yeah. All right. But has a very independent role. It could be a salesperson or especially um, in the distribution sectors where you have disparate branches, where you have people managing people, but they're not necessarily uh, connected to corporate. Um, so that they're really on their own. They're really running their own business. Right, within, running a business within, a, within, within a the business. business. And yes. so we have to really appreciate that and welcome those folks at the table when they struggle for guidance in how to improve their business. Because certainly there is no roadmap in these larger companies for how to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And so you really need to help these people feel supported and show them the way really show them a strategic way of thinking that's not just high level you know when we talk about some of this stuff today it's kind of high level but we really get down to the nitty-gritty okay and the pragmatic way of creating action around a problem okay solving the problem and moving on whatever that obstacle is all right and how to get a result how to get a better result than you got the last time yeah. And my funny story about that is when I took over um, a manager job, I um, had this little teeny tiny office. It had a little teeny tiny window, but it had one big wall in it. And the first thing I went out and did, and I had about, about 15 salespeople, I think at that time. And so what I first did was I went out and I got this big giant whiteboard, right? And I put the whiteboard in my office and I put everybody's name on it. And I put everybody's category that they were responsible for and all their numbers. You would have thought I bought a bunch of man-eating dogs, okay, and <sighs> threatened them with their life, okay, to expose, okay, this horrible, horrible thing of achievement. In right? front of everybody, like, in front of everybody. Don't tell, right. me, don't tell me you're going to do this. All right. This was outrageous. You would have thought I would, oh, I was going to set their hair on fire. Uh, honest to gosh, it was, it was overwhelming to me the, the reaction I got because I knew I was going to get a reaction, but this one was just out of the park. I had people that would walk into my office and turn the chair around and wouldn't look at the board for months and months and months and months and months. Right. Oh my gosh. And, and so it kind of became a game, but it was a game on changing your mindset. And I knew if I did this long enough and I did this the right way, one, I was going to get improved numbers. And two, they were going to get better and they were going to feel more confident. So this goes on. Okay. This goes on and on and on. And you used to get a big red zero, like on a dot, like in a category, if you were failing miserably, because it like, you know, you win, you lose, right? This is, this is the strategic part of it. It's, reality. it's not the, the super lovey part, but it's, 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 the, it's the real deal. So anyway, they'd walk by and they would do like talk to the hand and they'd put sunglasses on and do all kinds of crazy stuff. And so anyway, this went on and on and on. So suddenly there was a shift. Suddenly every month that would come by and they'd see me erasing the board, they'd pop back in and they'd go, when are you putting the, did you get the new numbers yet? Did you get wow. the numbers? Where are me? I know I'm going to beat out George. I know I'm going to beat out, get those numbers up there. I guess I want to see where I am. And suddenly there was a crowd of people in my office. Suddenly, they were all measuring each other and having fun and talking about, oh, like, you did this, how did you do that? It, it was this shift that was so important for the culture of these people to feel validated, to feel important, and also to get comfortable with struggling 
it's okay. We struggle in life. We struggle in business. These things happen. And so being comfortable with that, embracing it and having a culture around you that can help support you is what we do at the Women's Launch Table. Oh my gosh. Well, tell us how, how do we find the Women's Launch Table? Because, you know, you and I, that's why, I mean, it's, it's so doish, if you will. I mean, the community that you've put together and the community that we have, I mean, we, we, we have so much synergy. And I would love to tell our, our listeners right now, like, how do you find the launch table? Where do they go for that? Absolutely. We are at www.thewomenslaunchtable.com. Our next session starts in October, but we, if we get an, a big enough response and from your group, we'll do a special session for dues at a discounted rate. Um, so we want to just really support your team, support these ladies. We want to help them in every way we possibly can. I don't care if it's one person. I'll do a session with that one person. I don't care if it's 10 people. I really want to start helping the women within your group, okay, see that this process is attainable for them to not be afraid of it, to not get discouraged, and also to give them a pathway, an easy and affordable pathway forward so that they don't have to wander around. They don't have to buy all these disparate products, that they can really come to the table and find a community of women that are really there to support them. And we make it fun and we make it easy and um, people learn a lot and we build and support businesses. That's what we do. Yeah, From you upcycling jean jackets to educational consultants, to healthcare workers. We're, we're in it. We're in it for all women that want to move forward. Oh, that's wonderful. And it's, it's, it is a growing uh, trend for women to, to do something on their own, to get out yeah. there, to, to find their worth, to know their worth and to get paid for what they're worth. Right. And so that's oh. the, that's the, that's the magic. We need to, we need to have more women that are successful. And that's our goal as well. We, and we, we are looking forward to our retreat coming up and we hope that people will join us. We have the business segment and I know that you uh, will be able to join some of this uh, virtually. We've got some, um, we're going to do a little, even for you, Renata, we, we, we thought about this because, you know, we have to, we have to speak to people that, that are maybe, uh, um, not um, immunosuppressant and the, the virus is, you know, kicking up some, some, some areas. So we're going to be able to kick it off with the business and then ha have them be able to have other, other opportunities to continue to grow after the retreat and into the new year, into 2022, because that's that you have to start somewhere. And I love the idea of launching it and then taking it to the next level, to the next level, to the next level. And no matter where yes. you are, as you said earlier, in your business, whether you're just launching something, but if you're always, wherever you are, you're always launching the next level. You're always going from one plateau to the other until you get all the way up to the hill, the top of the hill, and then maybe you have a little bit of an easier ride down. But then as soon as you, you know, it's a roller coaster, right? And so you, you know, you can be there with this, this group. Um, to carry you through the ups, the downs and sideways and, um, and around, uh, exactly. of, of what I just well, like I'm to so, be in business. I'm so, I'm so excited to be a part of, um, 
um, the retreat because, um, as you well know, I, my health concerns don't allow me to get on an airplane these days, which is a total bummer, and I'm feeling totally confined. But thank goodness for Zoom, so I can keep my business going and and meet new wonderful people and 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 really support them in in that way digitally. So oh, that's super awesome, and I'm really excited to participate and um, do whatever you would see as valuable to your membership because I definitely think that we have a synergy that that can connect on a lot of different levels and in a lot of different ways. We do offer as part of our program to help support vendors like yourself, we offer a mentoring program, which is sort of a prep program for people that um, want to get to know us and, and they want to get to know what we're all about and, and, and then don't feel like they just want to jump right in. Maybe they don't feel sure enough for themselves. So we do a prep program. We also do a cross-generational mentoring program with younger women so that we can really help them evolve, um, especially in dentistry. We want women to never feel as though that wherever they are, that's the last place they should be, that there's always movement forward. And so a lot of time that one-on-one -on -one mentoring really is a nice prep to come to the table because it allows you time to really investigate who you are and, and what it is that you're really passionate about. So that's another piece of how we can offer our services to you and really make some a very unique okay opportunity to, to help us both um, build and support women. Yes, and together we're gonna we're going to uh, oh, rise absolutely. together. We're gonna Absolutely. we're gonna be successful. That's that takes it and it it truly does take a village and and women love that community. So I'm just so thrilled to know you and to meet you and to to listen to you because you have you've been there, you've done that, you've got the chops. And so I think that you are brilliant in your in your delivery. And I just look forward to you know many more conversations with you and and for you to dig in a little bit more. I would and also invite you to join our Wednesday our Wednesday morning coffees. Um, because that is a little brain trust there. You, you get a lot out of that. We have to set your alarm and get you up there a little bit early with a I, cup I, of coffee. I got I to gotta <laughs> really get the espresso going. Got to get know? that espresso. And I hit that snooze button and then uh, suddenly it's like 9.30 my time. Uh, so, no, yeah, can, hey, you can, pop in at, you can pop in at 10 and um, there's still some really great conversations going on. And then we also have something we just kind of locked down for the strengths. You mentioned your strengths and I I love your strengths, by the way. I have a little strengths in yeah. there. Um, but we're going to do um, on October 20th, we're doing a do learning crew. And we're going to basically do the basics, just what you said, the brilliant and basics of strengths. We're going to start with that and, and talk a little bit about the balcony and the basement, because we all have yeah. those days when we're in the balcony and some days we're in the basement and we need each other to kind of like, um, pull us out of the basement, take our arms and like push them up into the balcony. And then we'll have a big cocktail party when it's all done. So wonderful. Um, that's going to be some this more has been fun. Such a pleasure. Oh my gosh. I'm just so excited. And um, just thank all of your members for their time, even in listening. It's just been wonderful to, to see your face and to, to share this hour with you. And it's just been great. Thank oh. you so much. Thank you, Renata. Thank you so much. And, and as we tell everyone, every time, the most important thing you can all do out there is to keep doing you. You are special. We love you. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. you take Bye care. now. Bye. Till next time. Bye. Till next time. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for listening to the Just Do It podcast hosted by Ann Duffy. To learn more about dental entrepreneur women, to share your story, or to join the movement, please visit our website, do.life. That is D-E-W dot life. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app to make sure you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, 
keep doing you.